Alex, did you hear me? Yeah, I said thanks for having me. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry. He didn't have you potted up. I thought we lost you. My bad. Hey, uh, appreciate you joining us, and let's talk a little bit of Suns while we have you. And the Suns right now, are they playing probably the best defense you've seen them play in a while to get them to this point? Well, yeah. I mean, but finally, uh, the Bucks made an adjustment. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter up to this point how good a defense they played. Sure, it got them here, absolutely. But Giannis has dropped the 40-burger two games in a row, and uh, if they play defense like they did uh, two nights ago, they're not going to win this series. When you talk about what they have did defensively the last two games and the Bucks have made that adjustment, what do the Suns have to do to counteract that, you think? Listen, when they moved to a zone, that was a start. And then when DeAndre Aiden got three fouls early, like there's really no coming back from that when you have uh, Dario Saric, who's out for the year with an ACL tear, and Torrey Craig was hobbled, and Jay Crowder is more of a, a bump-and-run corner, if you want to call it that way. He's not really a guy that likes to give the person he's defending space. So the key is to keep DeAndre Ayton away from you know, in, away from foul trouble and figuring out a way to just pick your poison, whether it be Giannis or Giannis kicking it out to guys for deep threes. I will tell you one thing, though. Giannis ain't going to shoot the way he did from the line like he did two nights ago. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to make free throws when you're up 15 points than when it's a five-point game. So they just need a hard reset. Monty Williams is a smart, defensive-minded coach, and they'll figure out a way to kind of to put pressure on Giannis and – foul him when necessary and try to get him to give the ball give the ball when necessary do you think this is a situation where you zone in on Giannis and and say hey we're going to stop this guy if you can beat us with somebody else hats off to you yeah I mean I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction by a lot of people where Giannis is not a good offensive player in my opinion he's great inside the paint but if you look at his numbers outside of the paint, he shoots like 30%. Mm-hmm. Like the dude is not good outside of the paint. Sure, anybody that's 6'10 with his wingspan can catch the ball three feet in and lay it in. But Chris Middleton still, to me, is the biggest threat offensively for them if they can figure out a way to keep Giannis outside of three feet. I mean, if you had Brooke Lopez down at three feet on side, well, he'd put up 35 points a game because he's over seven feet tall. I mean, it is going to be interesting to convolute the answer to see how they keep him out of the paint. You know, that that's the thing. I still think Chris Middleton is the biggest threat, you know, inside the half court all the way to the goal mm-hmm. for, for Milwaukee when it comes to the Suns playing defense. When you see him out on the perimeter, though, is that somewhere that they want him to be able to push him out there and say, okay, we know that that's not your strength. If you're going to be out there, go ahead because we can make adjustments defensively. Yeah, I mean, if you can, <laughs> if you can get him out there, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so, and one way you do that, and one way you do that, and if like I've watched a lot of Bucks basketball just over the years in the playoffs and stuff because there are a lot of prime time games, Giannis mm-hmm. gets tired very quickly. Yeah, he gets tired very quickly, and once he gets tired, like he asks for a break. What eight, uh, four minutes into the game, and maybe maybe that's a thing where you're going to give him a break early and then allow him to have the the ammo, the stamina for the rest of the game, but you need to get him tired. You need to run him. So whoever the whoever is whoever he's defending, the Suns just need to run him ragged. Get him tired because then he will stay outside of the paint as much. But yeah, I mean listen, if they're gonna do if Coach Bud's gonna do what they did 
two days ago or, or however, whenever it was Sunday effectively, then the, the Suns are in trouble. The Suns don't have the, nobody in the NBA aside from Joel Embiid and, you know, and uh, some backup guys have the, the manpower to stop Giannis if he's going to be that effective and get that kind of a position down low. How much did it change for the Suns when Chris Paul was able to get back into the playoffs and, and turn this team back up? Well, I mean, it's huge. You know, it's, it's when he dropped the 40-burger um, in the Western Conference Finals clincher, it's just, like, you can't expect that, but it was big to answer the question succinctly. But also, the job's not even close to done yet. Like, mm-hmm. this is pressure time where Chris Paul needs to be an offensive threat. You know, and he was, but, you know, he's a little passive, kind of feeling out the Milwaukee game. And we'll see what happens tomorrow night almost immediately, what, what the offensive game plan is going to be for the Suns. Devin Booker's not going to shoot three for 14. Mikhail Bridges isn't going to be a total ghost. And Jay Crowder also, on the other side, will not be five for six from three. So they need to get back to what's worked, which, as you mentioned, getting Chris Paul on the floor, getting him with the ball the majority of the time, getting DeAndre involved, getting Devin Booker easy looks, instead of you know kind of fading off and letting, having Devin Booker try to become Kobe Bryant overnight. It's ridiculous. Alex Clancy locked on cards with us, talking Suns here on ESPN Central Texas. And Alex, for the Suns to win this NBA championship, it has to go through blank. Uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. It has to go through Devin Booker or – or I could say the defense, but I'm not going to be sneaky. It's got, it's got to, it's got to go through Devin Booker, and he's 25 years old, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. This spotlight is too big for him at this point in his career because he's never been there before. But that is compounded by all of these. Oh, he's mini Kobe. He's young Kobe. Relax on that. Devin Booker is a 1980s basketball player playing in the 2010s. He's a mid-range assassin he's not great defensively he's getting a lot better at passing the ball but he's the answer to your question is Devin Booker but the problem is I don't think he's ready yet so the answer should be Chris Paul even though it's Devin Booker's team offensively as it should be how does Booker put game three behind him and forget that and and not let that bother him if this needs to run through him I mean he's he's had bad games you know I mean this is the, the, thing that, the thing that blew my mind, though, was the fact that they sat him in the fourth quarter and played Chris Paul. I wanted, and I got a lot of flack on Twitter on, in this, I wanted him to feel it, be with his teammate on the court, being embarrassed on the road. And a lot, there was a lot of people coming back saying, oh, they've had plenty of big losses over his tenure. Yeah, but none of them have counted. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is the biggest stage in basketball, I would say from the Olympics, you know, in, in the NBA. And... You need to feel that on the court, the embarrassment, and not just sitting on the bench, not sweating with your teammates. He will overcome. He can't play worse, put it that way. They're going to figure it out through the offense how to get him involved. And if they don't get him involved, that means he's getting double teamed a lot, which means they're going to get a lot of open shots. So what happens tomorrow night, Alex? Do the Bucks tie this thing up and send it back to Phoenix, or do you think Phoenix can regroup and, and get the win and go home 3-1? to one? It's going to be close. I think Milwaukee wins. Mm. Um, and this is going to be a true litmus test for what the offense is going to look like for Milwaukee for the rest of the series. Because it's not going to be what it, as easy as it was two nights ago. And then Drew Holiday has been playing out of his mind. He's a great player. 
he's never been this kind of shooter. Obviously, he worked in the offseason. Um, it's going to be close, but we're going to see closer to what the Milwaukee Bucks offense will look like tomorrow night for the rest of the series. I just don't think, after what happened two nights ago, that the Suns can find any sort of momentum on the road with how dominant Giannis has been. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cards, talking Phoenix Suns with us, and I can't let you go until I ask you a little bit about the Cardinals and, and where they are heading into training camp with Kingsbury going in and high expectations for the Cardinals this season. Oh, listen, it's going to be fun no matter what. It's going to be <laughs> my my line is it's going to be good or it's going to be Armageddon. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean that's, it's either, either they're going to make the playoffs or be on the precipice of making the playoffs or everybody's getting canned. Everybody's getting canned. And the thing is that, and I, I, I talk with Bo Brock, uh, uh, my co-host and myself, about this a lot, that I think that even if everybody gets fired, it's not the worst thing because you have two uh, just incredible offensive minds in Brian Dable and Eric Bieniemy that did not take head coaching jobs this offseason, just unbeknownst to me the fact that they both didn't, that could walk in here and immediately make – Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals offense, a playoff contender. Because, like, there's been a lot of buzz about the Cardinals' defense. If the Cardinals' defense is the strength of this team, why is Cliff Kingsbury the head coach? <laughs> That's a great question. That is an absolute Simple great question. That. Alex Clancy, locked on cards. Alex, you got anything coming out that people need to be on the lookout for? The podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. We do it Monday through Friday on YouTube, Locked On Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Alex, appreciate the time. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you soon, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. You bet. That is Alex Clancy, Locked On Cards, with us talking Suns. And it should be interesting tomorrow night. He thinks the Bucks tied up at two. Yeah, but.